So you want to be a difference maker, somebody who's discovered and reached their true potential in life, somebody who's able to lead and impact the masses based on the individual that they are. And here's the truth. You have those capabilities within you. You just haven't really been taught how to unleash them. And at Molotium, we're on a mission to make sure that you can do that. My name's Matt Calderoni, and I'm the co-founder of Molotium. We've helped just over 5,300 high performers like yourself be able to discover and reach their true potential in life by building the trade of resilience. And on the Difference Maker podcast, we're here to do that. All you need to do is commit. Commit to being better. Commit to dominating, serving, impacting, having passion, and finding resolve in what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. And I promise you, if you commit to that and you take in the info that we're going to teach you about, the tools, the traits, the tactics, the skills, you'll be able to be a difference maker. So welcome to the Difference Maker podcast. And if it's the first time here joining, I'm telling you, it'll change your life. Okay, and we're back to the Difference Maker podcast. Your hosts, Matt and Chris Calderoni. Welcome back, everybody, to our second episode of four when it comes into reinventing yourself for the new year. Chris, catch us up. What's going on? Um, honestly, not too much. Super excited to get this episode going. There's the World Cup that's going on today as well. Finally, the games are back after uh, a week of of preparation for those guys. So it's going to be fun. It's a good day. Good day to get this going. Yeah, I'm probably like everybody. You're in a spot right now where you're wrapping up the uh, end of the year. It's something where you're really starting to push and stress yourself and so on. Totally fine. Take this half hour that we're going to use with you right now and really reset. So with that being said, let's dive into it. So you're a difference maker. You want to be a difference maker this year. You want to be somebody who's able to push yourself past what you did last year. You're in the right spot. We're helping you with that right now. We're going to give you the second part of this formula. So last week, let's recap pretty quick what we did. We helped you understand really what your vision was, set some standards up and get you started on your habits, right? And your morning power and so on and so forth. We had an amazing little audio track that you could utilize that we put in our description there. So again, go back to last week's episode if you didn't get it and just click in it and you'll have the morning power that's in there so you can download it. But we had some good stuff going forward. So now this week, we're going to get the second part of that done. So if you're really going to reinvent yourself again, like we kept saying the other week, it's more than just setting targets, right? You got to really understand who you want to become. And the thing is that we look at when we work with some of these top athletes or CEOs or business pros or whomever they might be, we really focus on becoming an individual. It's more than just accomplishing something. It's like, okay, this is who I want to become in the big picture. This is who I am. These are the steps I need to take towards it. So we're going to work on now the part that allows you to really build your, we'll call it your, your motivation or your kind of like the engine in the car which is understanding what your purpose is today, understanding what values you live by, and more importantly, understanding the rules that you put on those values to achieve success. So we're going to go through all of that. We're going to help you with it. Again, if you haven't already, pause the episode right now. Go get your notebook. Go get a pen. Go get some paper. Go get something to write on. We have designed these sessions specifically to be like a coaching session with us. We're going to give you some good gold. We're going to dive right into it right now. So let's start with it. The second thing now that we got to dive into, like we said, is your purpose is understanding exactly what your purpose is, why you do what you do, the reason that you're here, the reason that you exist and why you're going to keep pushing past the tough times. I mean, purpose is very simple when you want to understand what it is. It's just simply realizing that it's your motivation. It's the engine of the car, like I said, and it's what excites you. It keeps you locked in. It's what allows you to say, hey, in the middle of a New Year's day when it is, you know, middle of January and you feel like you've already lost out on what you wanted to accomplish. This is the thing that pulls you right back in and says, keep going, right? This is the thing that motivates you. This is the thing that drives you. This is the reason, the cause, the, the 
absolute motivation for your existence. So I think, sorry, but I think it, it can be a little, a little fluid as well sometimes where like for sure you have that one big piece that that's your purpose. And then there could be like little offshoots that change throughout the year. Well, to pause on that, we're actually going to be covering in today's tool and realizing why there are multiple purposes um, that an individual has. And this kind of, you know, unstraight shooting talk of, hey, you know, everybody has one purpose in life and one cause. That's absolutely not true. Kind of like Chris alluded to, you know, when it comes to purpose, you will be inspired in different parts of your life based on what you're doing, what you're going through, which will cause you to have a new purpose. So people absolutely have multiple purposes, which is why we're going to go on a deep dive today with that. So yes, very important to understand that piece. Now, understanding how it's discovered is we've really got to take the time before we go and set targets and so on to slow down and remember why you really started, right? And your purpose is simply the reasons that you started. And then it's also a mixture of the reasons that you want to keep going, right? So maybe you started like me when I used to play soccer because it was something that was, you know, what I used to watch on TV and it looked fun and enjoyable and that's who I wanted to be and that was great. But then as I kept going through it and going through my sport, it then became something where it's like, I want to be able to give goalkeepers something that I never really had, which was a clear cut path on how to get to Europe, potentially how to become that individual that does that. And then more purpose started to stack on. And then even from, you know, my soccer, you see how my purpose completely changed. And it came to me building Molotium out, right? So it's understanding that your purpose isn't just one thing, but it starts with understanding why you started in the first place. And I think what's important to understand about that is as human beings, we truly chase how we feel in certain ways. I think it's often misunderstood, and we're going to dive into this when we do get to values, but we sometimes think that our purpose is like, oh, because I want the car, when really what you're chasing is true or not, the feeling behind that, the, the feeling behind what it means to get that car, how you'll finally feel, right? Like what it makes you feel when you contribute to a group of individuals, what it makes you feel when you give back, what it makes you feel when you're able to help that individual that you said you would help, what it makes you feel when you reach that level of success. And I think if we can understand what those emotional reasons are, we can really get to a deep purpose. Chris, go ahead. You were going to say something. Well, yeah, that emotional meaning, I think it's important not only for for like validating it to yourself, but but like to understand that it's bigger than just surface level stuff. Like everyone loves the money. Everybody loves the cars. Everyone loves that stuff. And there's nothing wrong with it at all. But for when people like find themselves in a bit of a hole in the sense of like, oh, I'm just doing this for for this, that, or whatever, like giving it a bit of a deeper meaning and actually questioning it a little bit can truly help you out in, in the sense of you feeling fulfilled yourself as opposed to just, oh, it's just material things. Maybe there's, there's something that's a little bit deeper that's more meaningful to you. Yep. And it just takes a little bit to ask yourself and to really not like, it, yeah, just deep dive into it a little bit and, and uh, go from there. Well, it's funny because I was saying that to a couple... Um, individuals we were working with this week and it's like we'll keep going back to it but the true key of high performance really is slowing down and the problem that we often see with high performers is we move so fast right like we're constantly looking for that next thing that next advantage that next edge and the problem that we start to discover is that you actually get caught up and start moving a little too quick and then you forget why you're doing what you do and before you know it if you're like me in any way sometimes you get into these weeks or modes or days where it's like, what the heck am I even doing right now? Like, where did I even go? Where, why are we doing this? What's the point? And then you have a reset, you slow down, you 
reason with things and you reset. That's all. That's really how it goes. So getting in touch with this purpose today and understanding exactly what makes you feel a certain way and then chasing that feeling by doing what you love, that's how you find your purpose. You got to understand, you know, this is what I want to feel. This is what I do to make me feel that way. I can go do that through my sport, through my year, through whatever it might be. So we're going to dive into that. So let's talk about how to make it deeper, um, how to really go deeper on this purpose and find out what it is. But simply put, we've got to first rediscover why you started. That's what we're going to do here today. That's what the, the, Those are the tools we're going to give you and help you understand. And then we're going to rediscover the feelings that you're chasing. Because I think, again, something we forget to do is like, and I never did this until I was older, but... I didn't realize what I was always chasing was that feeling of being a kid when I was playing my sport. That was the big thing that I was chasing every day, right? Like that's what kept me passionate. That's what kept me going. That's what kept me dreaming of doing that until I was 40 years old and then realizing that I could actually have that feeling of impact when I started to really understand what that meant to me when I was 19, 20 was what shifted everything else. So chasing that feeling and rediscovering the feelings you're chasing is the other way to go deeper. And then to go even deeper on that, we're going to understand how it helps, how, how your purpose helps you help other people. Because when you can start to see that by doing what you love, by doing what you're passionate about, by chasing that feeling of success or feeling like a kid again and fun and excitement allows you to actually impact other people around you, you have something that's filling you up like crazy when it comes to fulfillment. So we're going to talk about that right now. We'll give you some questions to it. And, you know, just to hit on it, like, there's multiple studies that have been done on depressed individuals or people that are feeling anxious or people that are feeling purposeless. And really, it shows this research that people who have a purpose in life are actually the ones who are able to stay happier, who are the ones that are able to stay fulfilled and engaged and on top of their game because they have that purpose that says, I know when I need a break, but I know when I want to push myself. I know why I'm pushing myself. And this is what I do to get there. So, we're going to go deep on that. Do you have anything to add before we go on, Chris? No. Well, other than, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of torn on this sometimes because there's, there's some things that you got to go deep on a purpose for. And there's other things where it's just like, if you're happy doing what you want to do, go mm -hmm. for it. And, and maybe that's, that's the purpose, but like, I don't know, like there, there's some, some things that I think you can really go in on. And there's other things where it's just like, accept what it is and, and enjoy what you're doing. I think this is where some people though get it mixed up. And like I was saying at the start of this episode, which is there's a lot of kind of like foo-foo, woo-woo around purpose. And again, to Chris's point, like we're going to help you go deep on it, but you might discover that it's just something as simple as I want to be able to give back to my family in a way that I never had when I was growing up or whatever it might be that's real. Right. And like, you don't have to, I think a lot of people get this wrong where it's like, your purpose should be a thing that makes a tear come down your face. And it's like, yeah, you're going to have that sometimes when you have situations with emotional meaning that pop up. But I think sometimes we get into this where it's like, oh my God, it's got to be this thing that's so big. And it's like, it's really not like, I know for me in Molotium, the way that the reason that I stay locked in the way I want, it's like, why don't you stop? It's like, well, I really want to help people discover and reach their true potential. That makes me happy. And doing that every day allows me to be happy. So it's like, that's one purpose. But I also have another purpose of doing, you know, my family right and having a strong family last name that's remembered for something. And I do different things based on that. But my point is, and to Chris's point too, it's sometimes just 
it's deep for sure, but it's something that sometimes hits you right in the face and you neglect it. And it doesn't mean that it has to be this big, deep reason that you can go write a thousand page essay on or whatever. It's just, it's something that really gets you going. So let's start with this. These are questions that you need to answer. And what we'll do this time, I think, is just put them in the description below. That way you have them and you can take a look there. So question number one, you want to answer for your purpose. Why did I originally get into my sport or profession in the first place? What was it? Like for me, it was very simple, right? It was, I want to get into my sport or profession simply because of the fact that I wanted to be, you know, a, a superstar as a child. That's what I was really chasing. And then how did I feel, right? That's the second question you want to answer. List all the, mo- the emotions that it makes you feel. So how did I feel? And it's like, well, you know what? It, lo- it allowed me to feel like a kid. It allowed me to feel like I was having fun. It, it allowed me to feel like I was going on an adventure. It allowed me to feel like I was inspiring other people. These are all the things that it made me feel. Right. And then the next question you got to ask yourself is list the ways that you can take action daily to experience these emotions. For me, it was simple. Training allowed me to feel these emotions. Watching soccer allowed me to feel these emotions. Simply putting on my gloves as a goalkeeper and getting ready allowed me to experience those emotions. But it all revolved around that sport and why I started. And I think, especially when we go through the tough times and something that I'll get you to weigh in on, Chris, because you've got a couple athletes who we're dealing with this lately, but or recently, sorry. When we go through the tough times, we forget it's actually the simple things with our craft and our sport or our profession that allow us to feel the most enjoyment, right? To experience those emotions. You don't have to get the win all the time, even though we work towards that, even though we work to get that. The point The point is, is that there are going to be times that you don't get the win, but you love what you're doing. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't get the win and love what you're doing. Like playing playing your game consistently uh instead of just trying to fill a role like that that's important is is like for not only enjoyment but for the longevity of your career like if you're if you're doing things that you don't enjoy doing number one you're not going to want to master it you're not going to have fun doing it so why do what you want to do or why are you doing what other people are asking you do if you don't like it but number two like people just want to see you People get pissed off when you're not playing to to your best because they know the potential that you have in the like in the position or style of play that that you do and you do it to your best ability. Like there, I don't know. There's there's a couple different things when you're going through the tough times. It's just like getting back to enjoying what you're doing and doing it very well, but also for the longevity of your career. Like if that's your style of play and that's what you want to get to like that's what you want to master you're going to enjoy doing it because it's something you enjoy doing like i don't know it's it's reminding yourself why you started and understanding the ways to get back to that yeah right without going into it too much because i think this is where a lot of people get it wrong where it's you have to just realize that this is always about doing what you enjoy That's how the best in the world do. Like sometimes we get so caught up as high performers of pleasing everybody else and impressing everybody else. And I got to make sure I look good in front of this person, that person, and the other. It's like, it really doesn't, it doesn't come down to that. It comes down to you enjoying yourself. When you, the truth is when you truly enjoy yourself and you feel connected to your purpose and doing what you love and doing what you like, it's like you enjoy yourself and you give your absolute best when you do that. Versus when you're feeling crummy, when you're feeling like, you know, you got to impress everybody, you can't get it right, and you don't know why you're doing it, and then all of a sudden you're just going through the motions. Put purpose behind what you're doing. That's the most important thing that you can do, right? And then the last question you need to ask yourself, 
to get back to this, you want to really ask, by being successful in your craft, how does it help others around you? How does it really help other people around you? Does it allow you to help others to, you know, build their confidence? Can you help others and give back to others by being successful in what you're doing? Think of how it helps you give back. Like, I know for us, by helping people reach and discover their true potential and really using that and, and you know, pushing forwards on that, we're helping people truly find a new level of success in their life. That motivates me. Knowing that we can help people turn it around, that really motivates me. So keeping it locked in, seeing how there's a bigger picture, that's crucial. Do we have anything to add on purpose before we move on? No. So here's how we're going to use this. It's very simple stuff, guys. First and foremost, you want to make sure that when the going gets tough, you come right back to this purpose that you discover. Oh yeah, like I said, I started this because I enjoyed the sport. I wanted to have fun as a kid and I wanted to feel like I was having fun as a kid all the time. Get back to that. Do the things that allow you to do that, right? The other thing is you need to start your day with this. It's simple, right? When you can see who you're impacting, how you're impacting them and so on, it allows you to really start your day with positivity. It allows you to start your day feeling connected. It allows you to start your day with a purpose. And when you start your day with a purpose, the rest of the things moving forward are what allow you to give your absolute all to everything in front of you. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that every single day is going to be great and you're going to tune into this purpose and it's going to completely change you. What I'm saying though is, you really need to make sure that you make a conscious effort to focus on this daily. Simple stuff. So let's move to the second part. Once you discover your purpose, you want to go into discovering your values. Okay. This is important because if we can discover these values, you can start to understand the way that you take action and why you take action the way you do. Your values are simple. They're the degree of importance that you hold something or an action to. Meaning if you hold, I don't know, feeling happy to a high level of importance, you're going to do things that align with that. Your actions are going to align with those values. If you are somebody maybe in a darker light that holds revenge as something of high importance to you, you're going to take actions based on that. But we are all driven by the values and our actions are driven, I should say, by the values that we hold of importance to us. Now, the problem is this. Most of us don't consciously assess our values. Most of us don't consciously take the time to understand what our values are. So by doing this today and going through this, you'll start to realize what those values are and you can rearrange them for the new year because I think one of the most important things for taking action and doing what you need to and so on, one of the most important things are understanding what your values are. Right, and like a lot of people, like you said, they don't, they don't consciously or, or set time to actually reflect on them. Um, and off of that, if you did listen to our podcast last week, uh, just to reiterate, you're, you're falling back on the habits that you currently have. So if those values are based off of that, your actions then will take like that, that route. Like there's, if you're not taking a second, if you really don't like how things are going, you're not taking a second to reevaluate what you're doing in the moment. Um, you're just going to continue the cycle. So understanding that the values come from the habits, which you currently are like, I don't know, maybe go (laughs) listen to the last podcast first and then come back to this one and start back here. Absolutely. So let's go with it. Talking about the values that we experience in life, there's two kinds. There's means values and there's ends values. And we've talked about this before in length in podcast episodes, but let's hit it. So means values. See, this is what most people chase and they get it wrong. But means values are the materialistic things that you chase after. So like, I want that big car. I want that house. I want whatever. I want this. I want this. I want this. And you chase things instead of emotions. What you really want to chase after are what we call ends values. These are the the emotions that you desire to feel, the emotions that you desire to feel as a result of chasing those means, right? So it's not necessarily a question of, oh, I want the car. It's, 
I want what the car makes me feel. Maybe the car makes you feel powerful. Chase power. Maybe the maybe making that team makes you feel accomplished. Chase accomplishment. There's a difference. So what we want to do is we actually want to start with understanding the means and then work backwards and ask ourselves, well, how does it really make me feel? Because if you can understand how it makes you feel, you're unlocking your power now. Like this is what they often don't teach us in school, right? It's like chase certain things in your life, a certain lifestyle. It's like, that's great. But remember, human beings do things to feel a certain way. That's why we do what we do. So we want to chase ends values over the means values. So now that you understand that, let's go into the types of ends values that there are. There are emotions that you want to move towards, which we call move toward values. And there's emotions that you want to move away from negative emotions, right? You need to clearly define what those emotions are that you want to experience on a daily basis and what those emotions are that you want to move away from on a daily basis. If you can clearly define and outline these, you will be acting in accordance to the way that you need to feel because here's the truth. People often get into a self-sabotage mode when they have values that conflict with one another. For example, they might be chasing success, but they don't want to experience uncertainty. I totally understand where you're coming from, but here's the truth. If you want to be successful, you have to realize that part of that journey is uncertainty. And then as a result of that, you're saying, well, I want to be successful, but I don't want to be uncertain. You don't take action the way you need to, and you sabotage yourself. Does that make sense? Right? So keeping it simple, we see this a lot with athletes, with high performers in general. It just happens. It's normal. But we've got to get very clear on those right now so that we can understand what you want to move towards and how to experience them. So Let's do the work. Simply answer these questions. Question number one, what are your current values? What have you prioritized? Take a second and really ask yourself, right? And again, we'll put these in the description, but what are your current values? What do you stand for? Maybe you haven't really taken the time to look at that. Like, what are those current values? Then what have you prioritized, right? You want to ask yourself, what did I really put at the start of this list? So when I first did this experiment, uh, experiment with myself in this exercise, I really started to realize that I was placing like, you know, things like um, accomplishment and, and respect and power and all that at the top, which was great. But I started to realize then when I was looking at the move away from values, I wasn't really prioritizing the right things, right? I was trying to move away from, well, I don't ever want to feel like I'm, you know, in a spot where I'm not in control. And it's like, well, the truth is on your journey or path or process to success, you're going to feel out of control sometimes. That's normal, but that's also part of being resilient. It's understanding that not being in control 100% of the time is okay so long as you can work towards what you want consistently, right? So take a second right now and figure out what are your current values and what have you prioritized? Next, you then want to go into the new values that you want to move towards. So ask yourself, what are the new values I want to move toward? Start by defining the way you want to feel. I highly suggest, and we say this with all our high performers, one of the top three values you should probably hold within yourself if you're going to be a high performer is feeling energized and healthy. Here's why. I've seen multiple high performers who work their ass off on things that they want and they love, but they are in a terrible state when it comes to their health, when it comes to their fitness, when it comes to their longevity. As a result of that, they have up and down days, right? Days that they feel really good, days that they feel energetic, and then crash days that are horrible, where days that they feel absolutely terrible because they didn't prioritize their health. I highly suggest if you are going to be a high performer, you need to prioritize something to do with your health. Well, that all goes into your consistency, right? Both on and off, uh, the field, ice, training, whatever it is. Like that goes into your consistency with your actions. Mm -hmm. So 
if, if you're if you feel like you're not consistency in your performance or consistent in your performances, then I would take a look at what Matt just said. Like the, everything that's going on with outside, especially and uh, first and foremost, your health. Yep. So absolutely. And then the second thing you want to do is you want to create now new values that you want to move away from, right? Uh, ends values, sorry, you want to move away from. So those emotions you want to feel that you're moving away from. So here's the thing. You want to be able to look at your list and say, okay, these move toward values don't go head to head with these move away from values. So you don't want to say I'm chasing success, but also moving away from uncertainty. You don't want to do that. Trust me. It's one of the worst things. Instead, a good example would be, hey, I am chasing success and I want to move away from negativity. You can totally do that. You can totally do that, right? So really when you're writing this move away from list, it'll probably be a little bit shorter than the move towards list, but the move away from list, it has to complement what you're trying to move towards, right? So you'll probably end up with maybe four or five move toward values and maybe one to three move away from values. It's very, very, very simple stuff. So moving on from that, once you get that, the last thing you need to do, you now need to take those values and put them of importance of most important to least important, and it should flow continuously, right? So maybe you do decide that you want to put your health first. That means then that each day you're going to take time to work on your health before anything else. I know for me, one of the biggest things I changed was putting my health first. Why? Because when my health came first, the rest followed. My day felt good. I didn't have things that started spilling over from the day before that were impacting my, my day of, right? I was able to clear the board, focus on me, feel energetic, feel good. It's why I can do these podcasts and get up early in the morning and continuously push. But my point is when you're able to do that and you're able to move towards this and you're able to really see that you're putting your priorities first, that's important. So you want to organize those, put them in a list, most important to least, and it should flow. Okay. Now, once we do that, Here's how you're going to use them. You should have your decisions or your day schedule flow based on these values. So if you value, if you're like me and you value health first, you value connection second with your family, and then you value your respect, life's work, whatever you want to call it third. That's what I put into, into my priorities. I actually schedule things around that. So I start my day with health. I follow up with a text message to a family member or a loved one. And then I get into my work for the day. Simple stuff. But that's what I value. When I'm conflicted then with a decision, you want to make a decision based on these values. For example, I know for me that every single day, every single time I am working towards on a daily basis, going to bed during the week, Monday to Friday at 9 p.m. Sorry, Monday to Thursday. Fridays are the days I kind of take off from that. But Monday to Thursday, you will not catch me in the most rare occurrence, I'll say, unless it's a, for a very good reason, you won't catch me missing that 9 p.m. deadline simply because I've prioritized my health. That's how I do that, right? Sleep is health. That's how I look at it. So taking the time to make sure you do that, rewiring those values, it's a very simple process to go for. And then the last part to it is you want to review them daily. So the last part to this all, you got your, your purpose together. You got your values together. We need to talk about rules. Now, rules are often where people get this wrong. Rules are the, the constraints that you put on your values to say, this is what must happen in order for me to experience this. So the problem is often we see people who set rules that are not playing in favor of them feeling good, right? We see this with high performers where they almost set a rule of perfection. Maybe that's you. Maybe you are somebody who's put a rule behind it where it's, this must happen always in order for me to experience this. And the problem that happens with that then is you never start experiencing the values that you set out to. Right. So for example, with me before my health used to be, I had to be a certain weight, certain height or sorry, certain weight, certain body fat, all that kind of stuff. And the problem was this, I was actually very healthy. 
I was just holding myself to such a perfect standard that it was like, even if I was a pound off, which really usually doesn't matter in the most constraints, um, unless you're dealing with an adverse health condition, of course, see a doctor for that. But my point is, it really doesn't matter. And the problem was I would beat myself up when I wasn't hitting that certain weight or whatever. And I was kind of sacrificing other things in life, like happiness and success and experience and so on, because I wasn't, you know, at that ideal body weight all the time. So what we need to do with this is we got to look at it and say, okay, in order for me to experience, insert your value. So it could be happiness. It could be moving away from negativity. It could be whatever it might be. I need to do blah, blah, blah. That's how this works, right? So what you're going to do is the questions you're going to ask yourself. And again, these are in the description. You're going to first look at all your values. Next, you're going to review what currently has to happen in order for you to experience that value. So literally you want to write a rule out. So if you want to experience success, that means, Hey, maybe your rule is very simply put. I need to make sure I'm taking a step toward my progress each day. That's a great value for you to experience success because you know, if you take enough steps, you're going to start experiencing it, right? Maybe all you need to do each day is just take a step. That's a great way to look at it. Maybe if you're a health person, you're like me, maybe that means as long as you take the time to get to bed on time, you make it a point to eat well, and you make it a point to move at least once a day, that's experiencing success for what you need in regards to your health. That's actually a rule that I have for myself. Simple, right? But make your rules easy for you to experience and achieve success in whatever area it is or whatever value you set out to. So once you review what currently has to happen in order for you to experience that, you got to make sure that you're writing these new rules down. And once you write those new rules down, you now have values that are complemented by rules and you can experience them daily. Because at the end of the day, all that really matters is you condition these within yourself. What does that mean? That means that you see them and repeat them so frequently that they become a part of your subconscious, right? And when you have those as a part of your subconscious where you're like me and it's like, okay, health is first, family connection second, and my, my success and my respect is third. I work on those in that order. It's very simple stuff. So you've got it now. Let's talk about it. First episode, you got your vision together. Now you got that engine of your car or your system together. Next week, we're going to get right into everything behind understanding beliefs, removing limiting ones, and setting your targets. So let's take action. You've got what you need. Everything is in the description below. Questions you can answer, all that good stuff. Take action on it and reinvent yourself so you can have the best 2023 possible.